Welcome to the Supernatural Life Podcast with Chad Gonzalez, a podcast all about helping you connect with God so you can manifest God to the world. Now, here's your host, Pastor Chad Gonzalez. Hey friends, this is Chad Gonzalez. I want to welcome you to this episode of the Supernatural Life Podcast. It's our goal to help you connect with God so you can manifest God to your world. Hey, before we get started, I want to let you know about some special meetings we have coming up in Warner, Oklahoma, October 21st and 22nd. We've been going there uh, for the last several years and just had some tremendous meetings. I've seen some wonderful miracles. Probably one of the ones that stands out to me the most uh, was a woman who had a goiter on her neck. It literally looked like she had swallowed a baseball. And I remember she had walked up. We laid hands on her neck. We cursed that thing in the name of Jesus. And I, I felt that beginning to shrink under my hands. So I removed my hands. And the pastor's wife was standing right next to me. And, and she screamed out, oh my God, it's shrinking. And as a church, we sat there and we watched that goiter uh, shrink on that woman's neck. Just one of the craziest things I've ever had the privilege of seeing. And uh, we had that happen. We've had uh, other tumors dissolve. We had a girl that was, uh, she came nearsighted. We didn't pray for do anything to her. Uh, she was sitting there in the service and she had her glasses on and she noticed at some point during the service that her vision was blurry. She took her glasses off and noticed that she could see clearly on the screen, put her glasses back on and they're blurry again. And so it was really cool. We actually got a, a great video testimony of that. And it really just comes down to the life of God. You know, we talk about it all the time. It, honestly, it, it's probably the greatest revelation I've gotten over the last several years, uh, and it's I really believe it is the key, uh, it is the answer to the things that we have been seeking in regards to the miracles and signs and wonders and why things haven't been happening the way that we know that they should be. Uh, the life of God, uh, it's so simple and that we've really just been missing it, but it, it really comes down to you know, understanding your union uh, with Christ and everything that happened through redemption that way and everything God made you to be. And I want to talk about that a little bit more today, about the life of God, uh, but from the standpoint of the relationship of the life of God with righteousness. You know, there's a statement that Smith Wigglesworth made, uh, and it was this, and I've clung to it, I've felt to have got it written down, posted on, on many places. And he said this, never look back if you want to move in the power of God. He said, never look back if you want to move in the power of God. And I want to spend some time on that today in, in relation to righteousness because this is this is a fact if you want to release the life of God you're gonna to have to stay out of condemnation and so many times you know we allow the things of our past and I don't mean even things you know 20 years ago five years ago I'm talking about things that happened maybe yesterday or this morning or five minutes ago we allow those things to condemn us and when you're in condemnation uh, you're not going to be in faith and so the way that you stay out of it is to understand who you are. More specifically, you have to have a great understanding of righteousness. And so let's go back to some of our foundational scriptures. You, we talk about these all the time. If you listen to this podcast, if you follow our ministry, you ought to have these memorized by now. Second Corinthians 5.17, uh, Paul said that you are a new creature in Christ. A new creation, something that never existed. Old things pass away. All things have become new. And if you continue to read down in verse 21, 
he says that Jesus, who knew no sin, he became sin so that we would become the righteousness of God in Christ. And so this is a really important point right here in that notice that Jesus, he didn't just take your sin. Jesus became your sin. And in the same way that Jesus became our sin, uh, there was a great exchange and we became the righteousness of God. So in other words, the same righteousness that Jesus is, is the same righteousness that you are. And also notice, this is not something uh, that you have. Righteousness is a gift, yes, but it's not uh, like a possession, something you hold in your hands. Righteousness is something that you are. It's a part of your identity. It's a part of you. And so in other words, you can't change it. Uh, you can't change who you are. You, you are who you are. I, I can never change the fact that I'm Chad. I was born Chad. I'll die Chad. I'll always be Chad. I can't do anything uh, to change the fact that I am uh, Chad. That's because I was made that way. I was born that way. And so when you were born again, you were born again the righteousness of God in Christ. You were born in right standing with God. So in essence, there's nothing that you ever could. Uh, there's nothing you could ever do. Uh, nothing ever you can do uh, to, to earn a greater degree of righteousness. There's nothing you could ever do to make yourself more righteous. Uh, there's nothing that you could ever do to make yourself uh, less righteous uh, because it's who you were made to be. You were born that way. And it's because of your union in Christ. So 2 Corinthians 5.17, when you got born again, you accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior. You became a brand new creature in Christ. And then verse 21, uh, when Jesus took your sin and became that sin, uh, we took his righteousness and became that righteousness. I became righteous. And so this is where uh, you can tie in to what Paul told the, the, the Romans in Romans 8 and uh, verse 1. In verse 1 it says, there's, no, there's now no condemnation to those who are where? To those who are in Christ Jesus. Well, why is that? Because in Christ, I am the righteousness of God. Well, because I'm righteous, there is no condemnation toward me. And friends, the thing is this, if God isn't holding anything against me, then I shouldn't be holding anything against me. But if I'm holding something against me, I guarantee you, the devil's going to be right there to help you hold it against you. But God isn't holding anything, anything against you. And so if that's the case, you shouldn't be holding th anything against yourself. You know, when we mess up, when we sin, when we make mistakes, when we fall short, when we're not obedient to the leading of the Holy Spirit, thank God for the blood of Jesus, uh, that Jesus and His blood is greater. His grace and mercy is greater than our sins, greater than our mistakes. The sacrifice that He made on the cross and in hell is greater than anything I could have ever done, anything I ever will do. It's far greater. And so God isn't holding anything against me. Therefore, again, I shouldn't be holding anything against me. And then if you go down to verse 4, it says that the righteous requirement, it had to be fulfilled in us. And therefore, uh, because the righteous requirement is fulfilled, it puts me in a position for the life of God to flow. You see, in Romans chapter 8, verse 5, it says, For those who live according to the flesh, they set their mind on the things of the flesh. But those who live according to the Spirit, the things of the Spirit. For to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded, notice, it's life and it's peace. 
Because the carnal mind is enmity against God, it's not subject to the law of God, nor indeed can it be. So then those who are in the flesh cannot please God. So you see, I can't please God when I'm not operating in faith. Uh, we know that the Bible says that over in Hebrews 11.6, that to please God, well, we've got to be in faith. Well, when I live according to the spiritual realities of who I am in Christ, that's what puts me in a position to begin to walk free of the law of sin and death. You see, it's my righteousness in Christ, it's your righteousness in Christ, that sets us free for the law of life to begin to flow in our life. And so if I'm in a position where I'm feeling condemned because of some mistakes that I've made, some wrongs that I've made, whether it was five years ago, ten years ago, or even five minutes ago, I'm not going to be in a position for the life of God to flow. Now, the life of God is on the inside of me, but if I've got my mind uh, focused on the things of the flesh, if I've got my mind focused on the things of the past, then I'm being carnally minded. I'm being carnally minded. I've got to be spiritually minded. In other words, I've got to have my mind on the spiritual realities, of these, these truths of who I am in Christ. And the reality that I have to have my mind on, I must have my mind on, is the fact that in Christ, there is nothing being held against me. There's nothing being held against me. Why? Because I couldn't earn my righteousness. And I can't lose my righteousness because it's who I am. And in the same relation, you know, in and of myself, I can't make the power of God do anything in, in the sense that I can't heal anybody. You can't heal anybody. We couldn't heal a tick or a flea. And so it has nothing to do with, with me. It has everything to do with who he is and who he's made me to be and, and what's flowing on the inside of me because of my union uh, with him. See, too many times we, we hold ourselves back in praying and ministering to someone because we don't think we're good enough or we don't think we're spiritual enough. We haven't read enough or confessed enough today or prayed enough. But you need to remind yourself that in and of yourself, and it's just like Jesus said about himself, it's not you doing the works. Jesus said, it's the Father on the inside of me that's doing the works. And so you need to remind yourself of that as well. Just because you make some mistakes or just because you got busy and maybe you didn't get to read your Bible that morning or spend your usual amount of time in prayer, well, you know, those things aren't going to cause the miracles to happen uh, in and of itself. Now, yes, we, we should be reading our Bible and spending time in prayer and, and, and doing all these, these good Christian principles, doing these things to keep our mind renewed and, and doing these things to... Uh, maintain our fellowship with the Father and doing these things and maintain my awareness of Him. But friend, do you understand that your Bible reading does not cause the power of God to be manifest? Do you understand that you know all those that were in the Old Testament, uh, they weren't even saved? All those in Jesus' ministry, they weren't saved and they were causing miracles to happen? Uh, they didn't have a Bible. They didn't have the New Testament like we had. They didn't have the things that we had. They didn't know the things that we had. They weren't even in the same position that we are. And I think too many times we, we allow our, our lack of doing something uh, to be a guilt trip on us as to why we shouldn't be doing something or we can't cause the power of God to flow. Well, we need to get our, uh, our mind off that, stop being carnally minded and be spiritually minded. Why? Carnally minded is going to lead to death. It's going to lead to a lack of results. But being spiritually minded, or you could say uh, being union minded, 
or you could say being conscious and aware of your union uh, and your redemption, your righteousness through Christ is going to lead to life and it's going to lead to peace. It's going to lead to peace. So, and I want you to think about this as well on that, you know, God, he's not going to unite with anything that's impure and unholy. Think about that. But also think about the fact that he united himself with you. Why? Because the blood of Jesus made you holy. You didn't make yourself holy. There's nothing that you could do yesterday, today, or tomorrow that would make yourself uh, holy or, or righteous or good enough. The blood of Jesus made you good enough. The blood of Jesus made you pure. The blood of Jesus made you holy. The blood of Jesus made you righteous. That means as soon as you were born again, you were in a position to manifest Jesus because you were made right. You were made right. You see, my position in him, it can't be tainted. And therefore, through my union with him, is going to flow the power and going to flow the life of God for miracles. Now, yes, we should certainly live right. We should endeavor to increase our righteous living. But friend, listen to me very carefully. Your righteous living can never increase your righteous position. We can say it again. Your righteous living can never increase your righteous position or your righteous union. Your living can't increase what Jesus already made you. Now, again, Yes, it will help you uh, in doing what he's called you to do uh, because you you won't have the, the devil necessarily sitting there and condemning you uh, because of something that you did. We shouldn't be doing a lot of these things uh, that, that brings a condemnation. But uh, on the flip side, uh, you can live a, a just an absolutely perfect life and the devil's still going to be there to tell you that you didn't do enough. He's always going to be there to do these things. And so... You need to remind yourself of who you are. You need to remind yourself of who God's made you to be, that you are the righteousness of God in Christ. And nothing that I could do could make me more righteous. Nothing that I could do could make me less righteous. And therefore, because I am righteous, because I am in right standing, because I am the rightness of God in my spirit, therefore, because of my union with Christ, there's no condemnation toward me. There's nothing that's hindering me from allowing the life of God to flow through me. So don't allow yourself to be in a position where, you know, again, maybe one day you woke up and maybe you lost your temper at the dog or your spouse or, you know, a co-worker or something. And then, you know, 10 minutes later, someone comes up to you and, and asks for prayer that they need healing in their body or something like that. Don't allow, you know, what happened five or 10 minutes ago put you in a position where, uh, you don't think that you can manifest the power of God. Because as soon as you begin to think that, you're done, friend. Uh, the miracle ain't going to necessarily happen in a sense because your faith isn't there. You could say it like this, that you can't be uh, strong in faith and yet strongly condemned. That's not going to happen. Uh, the Bible even says so, that if you're condemned, you're not going to boldly go you know, toward God. You're not going to boldly ask in confidence. Uh, to the Lord. So we've got to work on that to stay out of that. I found myself uh, doing that sometimes and that even though I've been saved for a long time and been in ministry for quite a while and seen just wonderful, wonderful results, sometimes I find myself in that maybe I messed up, did something I shouldn't have done or didn't do something I should have done and 
uh, you know, repented of it, turned and, 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 and changed direction and walking away from that, walking back toward the Lord. And yet you'll find the devil trying to get you to confuse repentance with penance. And you think, you know, you got to wait a day or two. You got to do some extra reading or something to get good enough. Friend, when you got born again, you became good enough. You became good enough. Think about all these guys that were Jesus' disciples uh, during Jesus' ministry. These guys were messing up all the time, and yet they were still getting the same results of Jesus. Well, you're in a better position than all of them because you're saved, sanctified, born again, seated at the right hand of God, filled with the, the Spirit of God. Uh, I mean, covered by the blood, you are the righteousness of God in union with Christ. He's the vine. You are the branch, and His life is flowing through you. We are in a far greater position. We have a far greater covenant established upon better promises. There's no reason that you and I should not be working the works of Jesus and getting the very same results today as Jesus was when he was on the earth. Why? Because we're united with Christ. And regardless of how you feel, regardless of what your emotions and your body is telling you, you are right. You, you are the rightness of God right now. And you should be able to stand before any sickness, before any disease, before any situation without any sense, any ounce of condemnation, knowing that you are right now right with God. Well, friend, I hope that I encourage you today. Make sure and share this podcast with your friends. Share it on iTunes, uh, social media. Again, if you're going to be in the Oklahoma, Arkansas area, hey, come join us at Church on the Word in Warner, Oklahoma, on October 21st and 22nd. Friends, God bless you. Remember that in Christ, we always win. We'll talk to you next month. God bless.